everybody, this is the Not For Normies podcast, episode 14. I have my good friend here, Javier Callejas. My name is Christian Diaz. We're going to be talking about some indie games today, some hard-hitting RPGs, uh, just some things we want to talk about. Yeah, um, let's do it. Starting off, we have this game, Born of Bread. I haven't heard of this. Javi sent this to me. Um, yeah, I sent it to him yesterday. Uh, I, I, didn't, I totally forgot this game was coming out. This game comes out on December 5th. Uh, it does come out for Switch, but we do have the PS5 uh, demo launch trailer. I can actually send you, because um, there's a demo out right now for it. Honestly, oh, really? if, 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 if you're interested, anybody who's listening any uh, or anybody who's watching, definitely give the demo a try. This is a turn-based RPG, and it looks like, like so, nothing I've seen before in terms of like a, just like a game like this i've never seen a game quite like this like the, the it looks art very style cute is- I, I i really like when uh things are like layered on the game like that it has very like 2d 3d feel because like it, it has yeah. like a paper mario feel almost where it's like a 2d character on this 3d plane Mhm. Yeah. and just like the 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 battle mechanics do you, did you see yeah yeah it's, it's you have to time you have to time the ba- the button presses i see there yeah, and then it, it looked like another one too. It looks like yeah, there's a game... button press, and then he also does this other attack. Oh, you have to like wiggle the joystick. I think you have to like wiggle the the joystick for an attack or something like that. See, he does it at oh, the end cool. of the video. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what I really like is the fact that a lot of the environments are you're able to interact with a lot of the environment and the the little bits and pieces you can actually you can actually interact with all of it like whether it be food or whether it be here let me see if i can get you uh like an actual like a video of some of the demo because i'm watching some of it right now oh yeah like the top comments are saying the exact same thing it looks like a delightful paper mario styled game artwork looks very cool yeah. yeah, I think. Is it, what What do you think? Damn, uh, you think- indie games make pep- better Paper Mario game than Nintendo can. What a low blow! I was just, <laughs> I was just about to ask you. It's like, as it compares to like Paper Mario, do you think? Do you like this art style a little bit more? Do you like it less? Um, I mean, the music is good. The 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 battle mechanics look fairly similar to. This is to very charming. Paper Mario. I re- I really mm-hmm. like this. I think the environment. Like- this forest looks beautiful. Like oh, how, yeah. how how deep the forest goes, like how many layers mm-hmm. you can see off in the back. It it definitely looks very beautiful. I like it. Yeah, I think it's really going to for people who really miss this type of uh, gameplay, like you know that Paper Mario style gameplay. It, I think it's going to be like a fresh. It, it's a fresh face to something that, as uh, up until now, kind of is kind of only made like that type of game was only made for like paper mario kind of games mm-hmm. like I, I i haven't really seen a game that does it quite like paper mario so seeing a game that looks like this and feels like that you know and I i'm playing i'm uh, sorry to interrupt i'm playing a little bit of the music right now from the video from the demo launch trailer the the music sounds really good too oh yeah I there's know. like a guitar in the back during this battle sequence mm-hmm Oh, that's nice. This is very, uh, very RPG-esque type of music, too. It's nice. 
I like it a yeah. lot. What, what what do you think about what do you think uh you think you're gonna be trying out the demo or nah? What do you think? Oh, demo's out right now, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Da- oh yeah, I'm, da- I'm it, downloading. I'm downloading. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna yeah, download demo it for out sure. Now. I mean, it comes out in five days, bro. Like this game comes out like now. It comes out the fifth is on Monday, next yeah. Monday. It's thirty-one yes. rating so far, four point one nine on PlayStation Store. That's, I mean, that's the rating for just the demo. So, dang, bro. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. But next yeah, up. I say, yeah, I, I, check that game out for sure. The next game, I this is all you. I I know you love Eastward. I I have yet I to play it. I have Eastward stickers on my, on my. Uh, so me and Chris, we we both we both bartend, we both serve. So uh, I have stickers from Eastward in my little booklet, and uh, like as I'm as I'm going through like work, I, I I see them every now and again. So it's it's actually really it's it's one of the most charming games I've ever played. Storyline unbelievable. Um, you know, for people who <coughs> love Eastward, like who who want like a really Honestly, this is there's so many layers to Eastward itself. Is this a you sequel know, or is this like, like a, a DLC? It's it's a it's a DLC. DLC. It's a DLC. If you like Eastward, I already know you're gonna like this game. The thing is, is that I don't know whether or not so it it has like a slot time. So I don't actually know we don't actually know when this game is going to come out. It just said uh like end what is it it says coming out it that was coming out at the end of this or coming out this month which really annoys me when people do this because i'm like guys give us a heart that I, I i assume they just don't Man, this has to. a lot of uh eastward has a lot of different like elements to it huh it's like an rpg puzzle like farm life it's got a lot this- of a lot of genres in it yeah, I would. But I was gonna say it's like, but they they include a lot of new things in the in this. Oh, v- um, really? Yeah, yeah. So like, the farm life, all that stuff, all this stuff, I never saw it in in the main game. The main game is more like you traveling to this to this area, like you getting to this point. And then this, I think this DLC is meant to kind of, it's like, as, like now that you're finally there, you create like a new, like you, it, then it becomes like a, more like, like a new civilization, a new town type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like you're, you're building a town. It's like town, like a town management, farming sim. I don't know if there's well, I I don't think there's gonna be like a romancing thing just because it doesn't feel the, like that. Yeah, it it definitely doesn't feel like that kind of that kind of game, but um, but it definitely looks like there's there's gonna be a lot of you know interacting with different people, like you know I do gotta try out this game because I can tell how passionate you've been about this game over the last couple of years. And, like, even by the comments, like, everyone's in love with this game. Everyone yeah, just dude. says how, like, they're so emotionally invested into this game. They love when this game gets recognition. It just holds such a special place in their heart. 
Like pe people, oh, man. people really even, do I, love uh, this game. And don't even get me started about the soundtrack, bro. You have like you who love to listen to uh, OSTs. This soundtrack is nuts. It's super good, and there's so many different little tidbits in the base game that really make it so unique than any other game you'll be playing the game but then you'll be like say for example you go to the convenience store and there's a game outside of the convenience store you can play the game it's like playing a game within a game and then like they'll be nerding out about the game in the game and i'm like what is happening right now I feel like I'm in Inception right now. That's kind of nuts because people are getting so... You feel so immersed that you feel like a fly on the wall just listening <coughs> to people's conversations. It's kind of nuts. It's it's too, it, You can tell that they really put a lot of effort. They really made it... You feel... Uh, that's why, like, this kind of RPG is very different than other RPGs that I've played. It's... And why people have fallen in love with it. Like, just and just the fact that this DLC is just like a far, it's just a cozy farming sim. They don't even need to do any of this. The game itself is fantastic. Like the fact that you can you can like still be in this world and like I get it too because um, considering that everybody's gonna be home with their families for this holiday, like I think it's uh, I think it's nice. It's like a cozy game to play while everyone's it does home. feel like a cozy game for sure yeah it's definitely one of those cozy games where like you get to like be bundled up and just knock out a little bit of like farming together like doing you know just enjoying each other's company you know when when playing such crazy games that we as we've been playing the past couple of days or the past couple of weeks mm -hmm. it's nice to just like not have to really try like just to play the game and just enjoy it as as it was intended and just kind of have a relaxing like because i feel like even farming sims nowadays tend to be a little bit more intense like i just got a uh well i was gonna go get rune factory uh like i was gonna get rune factory 5 yeah special edition um but i know it's 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 like a huge time commitment i think this game i think this dlc is made just for like a couple hours yeah from what i understand of the original eastward it was like a somewhat short experience too right like a self-contained experience not short but like you can you can sink some hours really you can sink you can really <coughs> like with all the different side things that you can do in that game you can really sink some time into it you could really do do some damage um but so it's, it's it's a lot of fun bro you definitely got to give it a shot give it a shot before um Give it a shot before you jump into the DLC. I mean, the game itself it shouldn't be that much. It might actually be on sale, honestly. Normally, that game, um, it does have some sales every now and again on the eShop. Uh, and, I mean, you can still, I mean, technically, because I didn't, it, like, the, I know that Tunic, it never had like a, a physical until like they started getting a lot of recognition. It's the same thing with Eastward. Eastward, never, I, I don't think it was slated to have a physical release and then people loved the game. And then it got like mad backing from all the people that were playing the game and now it has a physical release. I know you're not that big on physical, but 
I think this game, no, it's full price right now. Yeah, it's full price right now. But what? I mean, Octopia? It, uh, no, Eastward. Just the, the base game. The base game, Eastward. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it on sale before, though. It goes on sale pretty often. Yeah, it goes on sale pretty often. But even at its base price, at twenty five bucks, twenty four ninety nine, bro, like this game is great. Like ju- the 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 price of entry in this game. I mean, people will tell you that it's not even enough. Like you get you get you get subpar, suboptimal experiences from bigger AAA titles. Which I mean, I I feel like that's that is something that we that we talk about a lot is that some of these triple a titles yeah uh, I, I mean dude i had the time oh, of i had the time of my life playing as sleeper vision made by pretty much one dude kaizo and like that game blows triple a titles out of the water with its gameplay yeah bro well guys this game come is supposed to be slated to come out this month definitely check this game out um if you haven't played the base game play the base game first because you're not going to really understand all the different characters that are in the game. You know, you're not going to know where they're at. I don't even know if you can play the DLC before you play. You finish Eastward. I actually don't know if that... I, I'd have to be fact-checked on that, honestly. I'm not really sure. But I know I'm that... Excited for this, uh, I'm excited for this next game to talk about that you sent oh, yeah, me. Guys. I saw a little bit of this Europa first gameplay. Is this the studio that posted this, Infant Terrible? I think so. I think so. I just I like I how thought... I like how in the game for the YouTube video they say it's Nino Kuni, the Wrath of the White Witch, which is yeah. <laughs> which is so fitting because it is like a Studio Ghibli game. It has like that same type of art style. I wonder oh, if that yeah. I wonder if that was like YouTube's algorithm that chose that. I'm not sure. Um <coughs> I actually have no idea, to be honest. Regardless, I know. Regardless, this game looks beautiful. First of all, yeah, the game itself, like this game, showed up on my feed yesterday, and I, I, I was just curious, checking it out. I was like, you know, I've never seen this game before. I was like, it looks kind of cool. I think I also, I think it's also because, like, you see Studio Ghibli graphics in unreal engine rtx 490 and i'm like i want to see it like what a weird what a weird way to show off the game though like with like with a with the specs of a graphics card on there i want to see if like there's other footage is there other footage or is this the only trailer of it uh i i saw some other videos on it uh just circling around the internet um but this is the one that I gravitated towards just because it kind of showcases a lot of like the world and you you get like that whimsical feeling like mm-hmm. it introduces some other mechanics such as like being able to kind of levitate like you floating around the world very magical very whimsical very studio ghibli art style like just like this this moment at 2 Two minutes, 18 seconds. When you're just looking at the mountains, you see like that that little floating island in the background with like a freaking gigantic moon just sitting right there next yeah, to... Yeah, it's like, a really nice image. Dude, it's nuts. I'm yeah, like, that's real oh, nice. Crap. Like, is it... It's like, I, I, I'm more curious to know 
with a game like this, what kind of game do you think, like, do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be more? I think this. Is, I think this is an exploration game. You think it's an exploration? Yeah, game? I think this is a. It definitely feels like the the whimsical nature of it makes makes me gravitate to saying it's a like a definitely an exploration type game. You mean like a walking sim type game, or like a just like exploring, like puzzle, puzzle, puzzle exploring, yep. like puzzle exploring, yep. like platforming, mm-hmm. puzzle exploring. I don't think that like there may be like things to progress in this game, like, but I think the things that you get to progress in this game just make it like easier for you to travel or like movement, different movement things, like a grappling hook or something. But I don't think there's gonna be action in this game. Do you, do let me see. Hold on. Let I me, just, let me I, fast forward. I'm gonna fast forward a bit. Well, I see some collecting. There's some shards you have to collect. But before I before I continue, I just was curious because do you think this game kind of reminds you of Breath of the Wild a little bit? Well, I think like I think my, just in my, like the maybe the world building of it, like how the world no, but looks. Like the world itself. Yeah, I'm about to say the just world like the way itself. The world yeah. looks like it definitely gave me. It, it was it was in that moment where you like where it kind of does like the big reveal and you see it like the entire world and i'm like that kind of gave me like such the, that gave me such breath of the wild vibes when link gets out of the cave and like you see the the entire world and you're like what the f-? Mm-hmm. yeah th- this like, this just, game is just gonna tell like a really beautiful story you're gonna learn about the world it's gonna like throw puzzles and challenges at you but it's mainly to enjoy the art and like enjoy the experience and like explore. But I, I, I th- but, this looks nice. But I think when it comes to these types of games, I think it's interesting because a lot of these games they do a lot of um, what's it called, uh, world storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, you see, like there are a couple of pages like that you you find throughout the world to give you a little bit more context. You learn a lot, a lot about the world just from like look going through the environments themselves and trying to see, like trying to see what may or may not have happened in the world. Um, I'm going further in. There's like dungeon. I'm I'm like, watching a gameplay trailer separate from the one you showed me. Uh, okay. Just just to see if like the gameplay trailer shows like footage from deeper in the game, maybe like some threats. Oh wow, that's uh, a beautiful environment. I was really hoping that there was wow. some type of like danger aspect because if this game was more honestly, like it seems like Nino platforming Kuni, and puzzles. Yeah, it just if seems this game was more like Nino Kuni. I'd be a lot more pumped. But there is a little something in this gameplay trailer I'm watching. It looks like you come across these turrets, like I guess like Breath of the Wild uh, Guardian turrets. It, it kind of looks like mm-hmm. there's turrets, but nothing super major for you to fight. So it's not going to be a super action-based game, but it, it is going to be a very beautiful experience. Like, these are just one of those games like Journey or, like, there's another one like uh, Flowers or something or, like, Abzu, the, the ocean one, where it's, like, it, it's just an exploration game where you just, like, it's about enjoying the four- to six-hour experience that is the game and enjoys beauty and platforming. No, but it's yeah. nice. I like to play these games with someone else usually, like side by side with somebody, because these are the type of games to, that are really nice to experience with someone, uh, like side by side, just to like mm-hmm. marvel at the beauty of it together. 
Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm seeing in the comments a lot of people are very happy with the the visuals. Obviously, I mean this game. That's what this game's kind of about. It's just like that kind of art style. Though uh, some people had had the same idea that I had, thinking about making this into like an open world, like like <coughs> an open world. MMO, well, I, when I saw it, I was like, "Ah, oh, that would be really cool to do a, an MMORPG with this kind of art style. Nuts. That would be kind of crazy. Sounds like a and big then, task. No, but that was uh, good. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited for this. I wonder, um, this is definitely going to be Steam. Yeah. Uh, Wishlist now. Uh, I don't know. How much would you pay for this? Um, I, I would assume. Oh, there's a demo out. There's a demo. There's a demo out? Mm-hmm. Plan to for, release for 2024. It. There's a demo out right now. I'm going to download um, it. Let's see. Uh, how much would I pay for this kind of experience? Uh, um, let's say let's say it's six hours long. I think I think that's a I think that's a good uh, time to put a game like this. I, I think this will be. Uh, I, I, I think I think is. maybe it hits ten hours. I think maybe it hits ten to twelve hours, but I don't think this is going to be a huge game. You don't think it's gonna hit twelve to sixteen, sixteen to twenty? I think it depends how. Big it's just the world because is. I know games. I've played games like this previously, and just based off my experience, like Journey takes like three to four hours to beat. Abzu is almost the same thing. Like it, it's just, I can just tell what the type of game it is. That's what I what I've experienced. But maybe this is like a genre defining game for. For this genre, this type of genre, and this is just like a huge twenty-hour, very immersive type of experience. I don't know, but but I will tell you what I'm downloading demo, demo like... right now though. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that if it, for these types of games, when it's like more of like exploration, they could kind of drag on. Like it's not meant to be done in like one sitting. I don't think so. Like I think it's like if you're if you're able to do it in one sitting, it should be like Th- this. This this is like five, this is like you beat over hours. a weekend. This is like yeah. you be, be over a weekend. Like you have like Friday night, Saturday all day play the game. Sunday you beat the game, and it's like, oh man, yeah. that was a good game. You know, you played it all weekend yeah. long. Like that. That's what honestly it feels like. for that. I think there's thirty bucks. Game, I was gonna say thirty or thirty five dollars. I think I think it might go for forty. I think it might go for thirty nine forty. Then but, it better hit that top that top end of like the time frame, like hitting ten hours because. Four to six hours, man. You wait for you wait for a for a. If this is a, a if this is a that. twenty hour game, this is a steal in my opinion. I, oh, I yeah. think I think 20%. a good price point for it's like thirty to forty. If it's twenty, yeah. I, that's pretty cheap for a game this pretty, in my opinion. Honestly, sell this game on Steam thirty four ninety nine. Never get a physical release for this game. Put it on, if you want to do a physical release for this game. Put it on limited run. I guarantee you, it's gonna sell out like like that like instantaneously it's gonna sell out because these are the type of games that like like when you look back on them like five years from now you're gonna be like oh my god this game looks so good i totally forgot about this game and then you know you never see it again but like yeah i would say i would say 35 dollars probably all right it's a good it's it's a nice game i mean what what are you gonna what are you gonna do now you sent me Leica. Leica. Age through blood console release trailer. I think head up is that that looks like the people who made it, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I, th- that's... I think that might be the actual person. Let me see. Uh, yeah, everything they've posted is about this game, I believe. 
So no, actually, I think game... they post. No, they post other shit. I really don't know if this developer or not. So this game, I saw. I was uh, first off thanking Nintendo uh, Nintendo Life for creating the actual the uh, for the for the article. I don't know if they they're the one. Well, oh, I did I see this. I did. I saw a little bit of this. Yeah. I think I think I might this have saw a Nintendo Life's article on it. Probably is what it was, like on my Google or something. But it does like the slow. First off, this is a bloody mess of a game. It is. It is gory. Oh, this it looks fun gory. though, man. This looks so yeah, fun. Yeah, dude. It looks super fun. It looks yeah. super fun. It's got like that mad. First off, Mad Max vibes, hundred percent. It even has Second like uh, trials vibes, like uh trials like you know like the motocross games like the the trials yeah like mm -hmm. on, on the bike it, it, the physics make remind me a lot about that so like is, that this, is this is this is this like level based is this like you get into a level or is this gonna be yeah it's for sure gonna be like level based and then you probably fight a boss at the end or something it, 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 i think it's level based i think there's there's definitely a story because there's interactions outside of like that main gameplay aspect of you like riding this freaking motorcycle and obliterating everybody in your path. Man, I did not expect it to be this bloody, honest to goodness. My god. It is bloody. Yeah, is I, so, I'm I'm trying to I'm skipping through to other trailers as well, just to see if I can see like different type of gameplay. Bro, this is Mortal Kombat levels of visceral yeah, it, it's almost like it's almost like comedic levels. It's like meant to be comedic with how much blood is on screen, you know? Yep. Well, I see a crafting. I see crafting in this with bike weapons, uh, upgrades. I like that. Um, I like the fact that there's uh, parts in the game that you're able to interact with other people, which is really cool. Kind of gives it more of like an RPG kind of vibe to it. Um, oh, this is so already this has already been out on PC and it's like now getting released on console or. Yeah, because there's a Nintendo Switch release January 11th. Mm, got it, next got it. year, next year, it is a Western inspired Western inspired motive motorvania set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. So Mad Max, basically. But side scrolling, and there's freaking like you're battling animals that look like well, it's post apocalyptic, so I assume they're all like mutants. But it looks super cool. There's mini games. I don't know if this is, I hope this is like an actual part of like the game, like at 40 seconds in where they're playing poker. I can't tell, no, or they're playing blackjack. No, they're playing, uh, yeah, they're playing blackjack. But it looks like it's getting some pretty decent reviews on it from people that played the game. I'm checking the reviews on Steam real quick. I'm actually trying to find the, the, uh, the comments. I'm actually checking for comments, but it's, it's $20 it, and it has over a 95 Ooh, $20? 95%. Over ninety five hundred, yeah, hundred percent buy. That that's a buy. That's a buy. Yeah, 
twenty dollars for this kind of game. This this is the kind of game that easily has like twelve to fourteen hours worth of gameplay. Visuals, nice animations, good music. Yeah. This is like right up my my alley. A trials. So it's 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 got cla it's a classic Metroidvania mechanics. Bloody combat. People are giving it really good reviews on IGN. Yeah, dude. The world itself looks very very well done. Like the 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 backgrounds, the settings. Yeah. Super nice, super nice. The foregrounds very detailed. It environmental storytelling is all I gotta say. Environmental storytelling. Oh yeah, for sure. It, especially when it comes to like post-apocalyptic games, because you don't get the full context because they kind of throw you into the world, but you don't know what the heck is going on, which is like one of the biggest pitfalls about some like about even movies when it comes to like uh, post-apocalyptic stuff. Is that you have to learn so much on the fly. Like you're getting story background from things that are going on in the world, the surrounding areas, everything. Because you're where you are where you are right now. So you're looking at this for, as like an outsider. So you have to get like some context clues. Really interesting stuff. This game looks nuts though. Looks super cool. The super cool. Next one we have to talk about. I'm pretty excited for this, honestly. The the super normal game. Oh, so, the super normal game. Yeah, yeah. So th this is a trailer that came out an hour ago from IGN. Thank you, IGN, for this footage. Um, so this is an Allison Ray, Allison, Allison Ray, <laughs> Allison Road. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Allison Road spiritual successor. Um. So, Allison Road seems to be this other game that is a horror game that got discontinued, it seemed like. I did minor research on this. Um, let me see. But it seemed like it got discontinued or something from what people are saying. And it was going to be like a horror game that rivaled uh, like PT. PT because PT was just meant to be like a demo. And I guess mm -hmm. it just went under and it never happened. But this super normal game is going to be its successor. And I mean, dude, it it looks creepy as fuck, man. Yeah, it's the atmosphere on this game. Is, it, oof, and when it comes yeah. to like paranormal games, get me so sus. No. Any any scary game in a house is just so scary. Like anything, anything in a house is so fucking terrifying to me. Wait a minute. Do you control... Because I'm looking at it at like 10 seconds. Or sorry, not 10 seconds. At like a minute. A minute six. Do you control... Is this like... um? Oh, the cameras? Is this like Five Nights? Is this like Five Nights? Oh my god, this Where is scary, bro. Oh my fucking god. Is this like god. Five Nights? Oh, I'm, I'm scared watching the trailer, bro. Like, I can't... <laughs> bro, if, if this is like Five Nights at Freddy's, bro, that would be kind of nuts. With the level of detail on this game... Ooh, absolutely that would scare the piss out of me bro that this is the kind of because that would be really cool if they did a game where it has like five nights at freddy aspects but it also has like like yeah, you exploring it definitely seems house. like that camera thing at that point 
Look through cameras. Okay, so the TV is telling him to look through the cameras. But yeah, it seems like looking through the cameras is a an aspect of the it's game. Like a mechanic. Yeah. Oh, hell no, dog. But then it also has like its PT moments where like literally you just walk into the house. A, literally, a minute twenty-eight. A minute twenty-eight. That's like a PT moment. That yeah. is a PT moment. That yeah, this is, is scary. Horrifying. I love that horror games, man, but I'm such a bitch. <laughs> this shit terrifies me. That's legitimately horrifying. Oh, is this based on a real thing? What, the game? Oh, no, 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 no. It just says, inspired by Allison Road, uncover the sinister but truth behind the disappearance of Masato Sakamoto's daughter. That's not a real yeah, thing, is it? You're going to give people a freaking heart attack. Somebody in the comments, please let us know if this is a real thing or not. Because, uh, you know, like when it comes to like inspired, there's no, obviously not like, a real um, thing. hey, man, I don't know if it's inspired by true events. Inspired may not mean that it's based on a real thing. Oh, but, you, you use know, your microphone. Like... <laughs> it says, it says, oh. use your microphone to communicate with paranormal entities. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. That's horrifying. Is it kind of like, um, oh my gosh, what's that? Uh, what's that game uh, wh where you go into like where you're like a group of people and you phasmophobia? Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Oh, is this like a phasmophobia type deal? Except I put a, like a solo. I, I put like a hundred hours into phasmophobia. I fucking love that game, bro. This is like a solo phasmophobia, but even scarier. Yeah, this looks ten times better graphically than phasmophobia does. <laughs> like so, this yeah, is gonna. Dude. Make you shit yourself. Yeah. And I've actually really... I, I, I love watching uh, just YouTubers play... I'm looking at Allison Road footage just to see... Yeah, like when I look at it, all I see is like prototype footage. Prototype gameplay of Allison yeah. Road. Yeah, I think... Yeah, this game this game must have gotten uh, either delayed into oblivion or it that they had to shut down the studio entirely. Though I don't know if it was only like it had to have been a team that made this game. Do you think this is the kind of game that's like more than like it, it, it's a pretty long experience, or do you think it's going to be kind of short? Uh, probably shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Lot probably probably games like this are like three to five hours. I'm assuming. Yeah, not even the amount of stuff that you get to do in this world. Be... Ooh, no. I mean, the shit, the shit is, the shit is so much more about the experience, you know. Oh, I just shuddered like actual. Oh, <laughs> hell no. off, off the same trailer that... we're watching. No, like, so I, I'm looking at the Alice in Road prototype gameplay. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's a moment where, like, you walk, like, you know, when like a door is open. And the light is on, and you like walk in, like, or, or you walk past, and like you see something flickering, but no, nah, no, nah, it's a no. Yeah, it's a it's cre like it puts you on pins and needles just walking past, just walking through the world gets you on pins. That's and needles. what I'm saying. Like I, walking through a house, there's so much to like game design and art design that goes into these type of horror games. It's just like. Being able to make walking through a house scary is so unique, you know?
I think this is what. So, you know, I played I played Resident Evil, two the two remake, the three remake, uh, the four remake, but there's something about doing it in first person that makes that experience so much more horrifying. So like doing. Oh, like, I just got shivers, man. But I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, just it's like this doing it. Like imagine playing this kind of game in VR. No, it'd be really bad, man. Dude, PT is almost ten years old. Wow. Can you believe that? You, and it still holds up, bro. It still holds up. Like, shout, shout out to all those people that downloaded PT before it got taken off the bro. store. Yeah, bro. <laughs> PT, dude. PT is. Bro, that that game was revolutionary for its for its time. Yeah. Revolutionary for the genre. Like 100%. It, it, it's so many something. indie games, like so many indie horror games came out from the conception of fucking PT to try and mimic what PT was doing. I mean, uh, yeah, the same thing Blaise with Allison Road and Supernormal, like they're they're trying to emulate the fear that fucking PT instilled on all these fucking teenagers. You know? Yeah, dude. Just playing layers of fear, fear, you you get like all those senses of like um of pt playing that game though i will say that layers of fear is a lot more fleshed out uh like pt was more of like an experience like it's like you know but layers of fear has like different biomes different places you go to different experiences like it's it's kind of nuts um a so funny comment i see in the supernormal video is uh uh, the spiritual successor to the spiritual successor to PT. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So <laughs> like, gotta 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 love it. Gotta love it. Oh man, that's funny. Next up, so, we got some big juicy gameplay showcase. Hey. Big juicy gameplay of Dragon's Dogma Two. There was um a showcase like a couple days ago. I think the twenty seventh or twenty sixth. I think was like a Capcom showcase. I think it was like a 20 minute long video, but this is a GameSpot's just a gameplay overview of the showcase. Mm -hmm. Hold on, let me just uh, up the quality here. Yeah, and this is my first time watching it too. So oh, I, I saw I'm, this. I'm... I saw this already, but it's still epic nonetheless. Like so freaking dope, bro. Very very no, excited. They they I'm show off a new it. vocation in this game. In this video, I'm gonna skip the beginning. Beginning. Um, did you play OG Dragon's Dogma? I did. I did. Yeah. I I didn't beat or get far, but I did like 20, 30 hours of the original wow, for sure. Good. Wow, it looks good, bro. Wow. A minute forty-five. Oh my goodness. This gameplay looks great. It looks great. Yo, art design on this is fantastic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yo, y'all killed this. I love that Dragon's Dogma really plays with, uh, like, old school mythology creatures. Like, yeah. gri griffins, trolls, like, it's, Med it's Medusa. Like, it's like yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like that kind of... This kind of fantasy is, like, something I really... I, I really... Like... Like, I don't know how... like. Oh, that Minotaur looks epic. Oh, bro, that whole combat scene right there at like 2 minutes, 12 seconds. No, dude. 
Just wait till you get to like two minutes. 20, like, it's like 22. It's like 22. Yes. Tw like two minutes, 22. Yeah, wait, yeah. He, he does that whole spinning move thing? with the whole. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh, and then we see, we see a huge boss. Talus. Uh, they, they go over it later, I think. Oh, okay, I was just about to be like, who? You're going to see, you're going to see. Dude. Super, super awesome trailer. Super awesome trailer. Uh, yeah, what, I'm skipping what? ahead to where they're fighting the big, uh, the, the big Talus monster. Well, Talus Ooh, giant. Comes out March 22nd. Okay, good. It's only going to be for, for next gen. I was like, it's only going to be for next gen and mm -hmm. for PC. That's it. That's all it's going to be on. Good. I think this, I think they slotted it for that, re like, in March, specifically to make it a contender for Game of the Year next year. Maybe. I think so. I like, I think I, so. I like that they're, I feel like they're taking a page out of, like, Shadow of the Colossus by adding in this, like, huge fucking monster to climb and defeat. But I still like it. No, I no, I actually like that. Well, I I I I go for that kind of stuff. Like yeah, having yeah. like a monolith type of creature to beat is for me. That's like right up my alley. Like I think that's that's an A plus. I think that's an A plus. Though I think they so they slotted this game to come out a month after Final Fantasy Rebirth. Uh, Do you I mean, February is also the same month of uh, Persona 3 Reload. No, it's not going to. I don't think it's going to have. I don't think it's going to have the legs for it, bro. Remember, Reload is a remake. It's not going to be. It's it's not a standalone. It's not a. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, they're changing more than just the graphics like, of that game, but. It, it's a full remake. Yeah. I was about to say, it's like technically Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is also. A it's, remake too. It's a, it's the same type of remake. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Se Seven is just way bigger of a remake, but yeah, yeah, way bigger like, of an overhaul. But, but do you think that Dragon's Dogma Two has the legs to overshadow Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth? Here's the thing: Dragon's Dogma One, right, or like Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, the title that came out after One with the DLCs and stuff. Um. I feel like it only got popular after its release. Dragon's Dogma got overshadowed by the game it came out with during the time. Released with what other game? Um, the, the original Dragon's Dogma got overshadowed by something. I think it was like Skyrim or some shit. Because it came out 2012. Yeah. Um... Games that came out in 2012. Out in Yo, 2012. This this game, like watching some of the Dragon's Dogma trailer for like at, like when they're fighting that. Damn, big, 2012 was a good ass. year. Yeah, dude, it was a good year. It was a good Mass year. Mass Effect 3, Borderlands 2, Persona 4 Golden, Assassin's Creed 3, Black, nuts, Black Black Ops 2, Black Ops 2, Hotline Miami, Diablo 3. Fuck. Imagine trying to compete for game of the year when you have all that in your 
Like, yeah, on the but, other side. but I remember Dragon's Dogma wasn't big when it came out. Like, it was very, very underground. And then it wasn't until, like, I, I swear to God, like, the last three years, Dragon's mm-hmm. Dogma has been getting so much, like, underground, like, YouTube love. Like, people have been loving Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma lately, been replaying it, doing, like, meme builds and stuff like that. I feel like I see a lot more of the game now than I did back then, to be honest. Well, I think people are more into these types of games just because of, like, now, this game is not like, it's not like a, I don't, well, because you're fighting different uh, monsters in this game, I don't know if this game would be considered more of like a Souls-like kind of game. Would well, you I mean, consider this, this was before Souls-like. Yeah, I was about to say, this game is is, is before Souls. because I think so. Let me see, Demon Souls. Dark Souls? Demon's, oh, I was about to say Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Well, D- Demon yeah, Souls is right. 2009, so this is three. Well, Demon Souls is three years before, but like, let me see, Dark Souls, one, release date, 2011. So I guess yeah, Dark Souls one did exist. So I, I guess this this could have been seen as like a Souls like game in 2012. You you think so, right? Or well, at least I think so. I think it kind of. Maybe it, it's Dragon's Dogma is such a unique game because Capcom made it. Honestly, like it's such like I, I feel like it's such an odd thing for Capcom to make like a fantasy action RPG like this. Don't you think so? Like, let me see something. Well, didn't well didn't Capcom make uh... Capcom RPG? I'm looking at Capcom's other games. I mean, didn't they? Well, they make well, they Monster Hunter. All the, I was about to say, they make Monster Hunter. They, they make, also make Resident Evil 2. I know, but Dragon's Dogma doesn't play like either one of those games, you know? But they do play kind of like Monster Hunter. They, a little bit. A little bit. A little that, bit. Like, I, th- I, I think it's more the world that kind of reminds me of Monster Hunter, but not like the actual gameplay itself. The gameplay itself, Monster Hunter has its own fighting mechanics... All the different, especially Monster Hunter Rise, like it's yeah, the, it's the, not, definitely the closest thing. The, the closest thing Capcom has to an action RPG like Dragon's Dogma would be Monster Hunter. But That's what I think. But I I can see how Capcom made Dragon's Dogma. I guess trying to emulate Dark Souls in a way, but it was also trying to emulate a few things when it came out, like because it had climbing. Shadow of the Colossus, Shadow of the Colossus, because it had the, it had the climbing as well, it had the climbing mm-hmm. aspect to it. It had this whole shit with the pawns, and the pawns remind me a lot of Fable. Um, pawns? What are you talking about? Hold on. Set. The pawns. I Bro, Dragon's Dogma is all about the pawns. You haven't played Dragon's Dogma? I have it. It's on my backlog. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. It's in my backlog. Okay, okay. Okay. So, you don't, you? so you don't even know how Dragon's Dogma plays, bro. Okay, so Dragon's well, Dogma. I'm watching it. <laughs> the, the companions that you have are called pawns. Right, and the okay. whole and the whole thing with them that makes Dragon's Dogma such a unique experience is your pawns. You can either make yourself. You have like a main pawn you make yourself, but mainly the pawns you have you get from other real people. You upload your pawns to like the server, and when you want to have a new companion with a specific build or specific stats, you're hiring a pawn from another real player. Okay. And there's other things you can do with your pawns. Like they're more than just NPC companions. They like, 
they really grow with you and they learn how you fight and they fight accordingly. So like if you are like a behind the ranks type of fighter, like an archer or sorcerer, like your your pawn will learn to fight more up close and take hits for you or like do certain things. Like oh, that's, nuts. that's why Dragon's Dogma 2, like when they were first showing off the first reveal trailer for Dragon's Dogma 2, they showed mm -hmm. you and your pawn like high-fiving. They showed your pawn catching you from the air as you were falling from a cliff. Like this is the original. Wow. Yeah, this is the original Dragon's Dogma 2 uh gameplay trailer. Yeah, like I'm going to I'm going to resend it to you here on the the show notes. Yeah, cuz I think I remember seeing it with you. I remember watching yeah, yeah, it with yeah. you. I I just resent it right now. So like um Oh, actually this isn't the one, but I mean, but do you create do you do you create you create your own class? I know you you can do everything to your own character. There's like a huge thing about its character creator, but you can kind of be anything you want to be, right? Yeah, you can like kind of you can, can kind of play. You can be a knight. You can be a uh, an archer. Yeah, but once you kind of once you kind of start building towards a certain role, you don't you don't really like switch around. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you it's do like, no you do like kind of evolve. They're called vocations, right? So yeah. like the the main vocation it's been a few years but the main vocations i think are like warrior sorcerer archer and uh, a thief and then from mm -hmm. that it's like an mmo where you like you go through like a job advancement so like i think like a warrior then becomes like a gladiator or a berserker or something an archer mm -hmm. has you you can then like fuse vocations i think like a sorcerer and an archer together can become a magical archer so when we're watching that footage from the new trailer, I think like a minute in, they show uh, like a minute or so in, they show like a character shooting a bow and arrow and it shoots out like blue arrows. It's like mm -hmm. a minute and 47 seconds in the new trailer that that's a magical archer ability. Usually that's like a combination mm -hmm. of two classes leveled up together and then like you you get like specific attacks. Gotcha. No, gotcha. it is it is it is very unique. You have to play Dragon's Dogma to understand how it differs from a lot of these other um action hack and slash RPGs because Dark Souls is very methodical in its combat. Um this is somewhat methodical, but more like there's so much to Dragon's Dogma that makes it what it is. It has such a feel with its gameplay. It's hard to describe. Do you think this game's going to be multiplayer? Um, not in the sense that you're thinking, probably. Uh, the I, I think when this video starts, the two Japanese guys... I, I shouldn't say that, but like the two guys... I, I think they say that this is meant to be a single-player RPG. Yeah. Narrative-driven action RPG. Um, okay, it doesn't say single-player. But there's, there's a moment... There's a moment like we're at the very end of the clip uh, of the uh, of the video like around 12 minutes 5 seconds 12 minutes yeah like 12 minutes 5 seconds where they're fighting but there's like a big humongous host of people fighting off a drag fighting a dragon and it i saw it and i was like you know it would be really cool to have these kind of huge large scale battles with more than just one person. I don't I don't think this game is meant to be a single player experience with you and your pawns. 
Uh, Dragon mm. Dragon's Dogma One doesn't have multiplayer. The multiplayer is the pawn the pawn aspect to it. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna be in the same in this game. You can have up to three pawns, so like it's a party of four that you're making. Yeah. With three pawns. Do you think this game is going to run well? Like sixty frames, like actually well. Like look, just. There's like a moment there. I mean, like on PC, the, on PC, it's definitely gonna run. Yeah, I know it. On PC, it's gonna run. That's what this game was kind of made. At the I, end, I at the, the end, with the sorcerer abilities, the big sorcerer abilities lag the game. Oh yeah, you saw that, right? You yeah, but it, right? but that but that's an listen. If you scroll down to the comments, the top comment, the top comment. If you scroll down, if the sorcerer spells don't tank the frame rate, I don't want it. Ten out of ten showcase cannot wait. They love it, bro, because hit lag, stun lag is what makes games like this. I promise you. It's intentional, intentional stun lag, intentional hit lag, because it adds like oomph, you know, it adds like uh... in the comments. (laughs) Is this is this OP? I need to know. I need to know. Is 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 (laughs) when the tank, when the frame rate tanks, when you're hitting a a, a monster or a like somebody is like is that something you look out for but, I but notice it in, in other games but is that something we actually look out for I'm like, like yo okay like, like in smash so for hard, instance in smash for in smash for instance when you yeah. get when you get a when you get a meteor smash off stage like you get yeah. a down a oh, off yeah. smash like, it, it, it stuns for a second but then that's you're like oh shit because it's like yeah. it's like a big moment you know it's the same thing yeah. in here. It's like, like a, a, a sorcerer is casting a big ass spell, and then like a fucking meteor is coming from the sky. The game lags for a second because it's fucking. It's a big impact, you know. <laughs> Listen, you just don't. Funny. You just don't get it, Javi. You just don't get yeah, it, bro. Uh, that's, that's, I, I just don't get it. You just don't get uh, it, bro. Wh- You gotta be a real gamer. Me? Understand hit lag. Oh, uh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Uh, what else do I see in the comments? Oh, that's very much like a Lord of the Rings type of game. Uh, I can see. Yeah, it. the fan, I, I the fantasy that, levels yeah, are off the chart. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy's definitely on it. Uh, parallel universes. I don't know about that. I think it's just like the 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 fantasy type of. Oh, oh, this game. Oh no, no, no it, it matters just because this game. It's still the same world of Dragon's Dogma One, but set in a parallel universe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, it's very specific, just because like in events that happen in Dragon's Dogma One, like it's it's a very story driven narrative base. So like literal things happen in the world between like interpolitical events and like big moments of things happening to cities and stuff like that. So like they can't really like choose to put it in. I guess they could have made it in the same exact world. Because it still has the same dragon. Like, the Dragon's Dogma is all about that big red dragon that you see. Um, yeah. So it still has that same dragon, a lot of the same mythos behind it. Mm-hmm. But just set in a parallel world. And, and I think also they do that in a way just to, like, uh, make new players not so pressured into uh, playing the first game. Need, like, wanting to play the first to understand the second. I, I really yeah. don't think that's the case in this situation. I think you can just go straight to this game. Though I will say, I mean, they, this game does come out like in March. So honestly, if you did want to play the first game, you still have some good time. Dude, and Dragon's like, Dogma One goes on sale for like less than eight dollars. 
Like yeah, dude, uh, the physical copy of this game goes for like ten, like fifteen dollars. Is nothing. You can that, get it digitally uh, for seven on the eShop. Like yeah, Dragon Dogma Dark Dark Arisen. Yeah, is that the the one with all the DLC and everything? Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. It's like seven bucks. Yeah, that, yeah, it's like nothing. It's literally chump change. And Capcom always has sales going on, man. They're a behemoth of a company. They're always running sales. Like, this game, if you don't have this game, go buy it because it's... It, or at least the first one. The first one, go buy it because it's, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's chump change money. Chump change money. But, uh, are you, are you, are you pre-ordering <coughs> this game? Uh... Dragon's Dogma 2 for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Is Steam it, or isn't Steam or PS5? That that's PS5. that that's a good that's a good point. I really don't know because now I have a PC that can play games like this, so I really don't know. Yeah, because for mm-hmm. sure it's not going to run 4K 60 frames. It's going to run 4K 30 nah, no frames. Shot. Can you do it on your you you have a 3060? Do you have a 3060? 4070. Oh, 4070. Not the TI. The, not the not TI. The TI I have the regular okay. 4070, I think. Um, oh, yeah, only get the 4070. The <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <Hasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I really gotta see, because this is definitely a game I want to play on PlayStation for obvious yeah. reasons, but, like, I don't know. If I can run it very smoothly on my PC, I may want to play it on PC as well. That's what I'm saying, though, is that I don't know... I, I, I don't know how the how it's gonna run on PS5 or or on Xbox Series X. I, um, I don't know. Capcom's games run pretty good on PC. Like their their Monster Hunter ports run very well, and they usually. I mean, actually, I think I'm gonna get this game on Steam. I think I think I'm getting this game on Steam because now that I think about it, Capcom games on PC are the best, just because. They're so like they allow for like so much mod support, and I know a game I, like this is gonna have a ton of mod support. I so, basically, I I basically completely convinced you to get this game on Steam. Yeah, like, I think right so. Now. Yeah, yeah. Right, at this very moment, I just did it. Yeah. At this very moment, I, I'm pretty sure now, I will try and get this on Steam. Yeah. Well, guys, this game comes out in March. Mark your calendars. This game's gonna be right after Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Save your money. Save your money, get this game. And now, and now, the last one, the last for the last February second release, we have P three Reload, Persona three Reload, which Javi you, things won't stand up to the RPGs of next year. I'm just saying <laughs> that you have other games slotted right after this game. No, 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 no. it's going to be. I, I no, uh, I know what you're saying. I know, I, I know exactly what it, you're saying. No, it's because I'm a huge Persona fan. So the fact that I I honestly and it's sad, but I I I, I want to be more realistic is that it's going to be overshadowed by Final uh Fantasy. FF7, yeah, and yeah, Dragon's Dogma 7, around the corner which comes out what, a week after? I think it comes out a week after Persona 3. I think people are going to buy Persona 3 Reload and then immediately after Instacart Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, like that game, it's going, it's going to be everywhere. It's I'm gonna looking be all at over a, YouTube. It's going to be over everywhere. I'm looking at Game Informer's release schedule for 2024 just to see exactly what's coming around the time. January we have Alone in the Dark, Bulletstorm VR, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, 
another for that game. Another code recollection. Last of Us Part Two Remastered. Howl, Apollo Justice, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Tekken Eight, Rugby. Okay, nothing. Uh, I mean, the biggest game there I see really is like Last of Us Remastered Part Two, Tekken Eight, maybe Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Uh, now February, this is a big one. Grand. Oh my God. Oh my God! Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I forgot oh, about. Yeah, about I Grand forgot about Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. That's that's an RPG yeah, I was really looking forward to. Yeah, it showed up on my feed yesterday. Yeah, I totally forgot about it too. But Persona nah, but Three Reload, uh, bro, Suicide Squad, I, Hell Divers Two, Banishers. Bro, I'm, gonna cry, I'm gonna cry just watching this re- this this uh, Heroes Arrival trailer. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It looks so no, good. So, f- so February looks, for RPGs, oh, we have Grand RPG. Blue, Persona 3, Final Fantasy 7, and then next month after that, we got Dragon's Dogma 2. And then Huge we have games, e- Uden. Yeah. Uden Chronicles? No, so for the first few months, we have like four huge RPG releases. FF7, Dragon's Dogma, P3 Reload, and Grand Blue Reload. Fantasy. Yeah, dude. February, March. The- Though I know that you tell you told me that I have to keep my eyes off for Grand Blue Fantasy. It's like I I know you know that the art style is not my cup of tea, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you the benefit Dude, of the doubt. Uh, what's the difference between Grand Blue's art style and this art style? Like it's a- wait, it's anime. Wait, is this is, is this Grand Blue? Wait, because it's Grand Blue. Grand Blue is the anime one looking one. No, 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 no. There's 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 one Grand Blue that that that's like. Is it? Oh man, or maybe am I thinking of a different game? Shoot, I might be thinking of a different game. Shoot, it's okay. Because this is no, it's. A, I'm trying to think. There's a game that reminds me of Grand Blue. Oh, dude, I'm watching footage of Grand Blue right now. I can't wait for this game. I ho- I hope it's good, man, because this game has been fucking talked about since like 2018 all right back to persona though oh i'm thinking of a different game okay i'm fine no i was looking at this game and i I was thinking of another one i was thinking of a completely different Mm -hmm. game but this is an action rpg this is it's bro this game looks dope as shit no grand blue fantasy is gonna be dope as shit yeah yeah it's like this game's gonna be top tier top tier definitely gives me um What's it called? Uh, uh, Chronicles. Uh, Xenoblade? What's it called? Yeah, Xenoblade. Art style, yeah. I can see that. The, the anime-esque, yeah. Yeah. Uh, same I love the like... character designs, though. I love the character designs and the combat design in this game. All right, back to Persona, though. Yeah, let's talk Pers- about Persona it. Persona 3 is actually coming out with a lot of these, like, if you go down, they're, they're coming out with a lot of these trailers, like, meet the cast. Like, they have, mm-hmm. like, meet the SEEs, uh, meet mm. the different characters and stuff like that. I've been watching them today. So hyped, bro. Just, just, so to, get, hyped. just to get hyped for this, I'm, I'm replaying Persona 4 Golden right now on my Switch. And then Melissa is actually playing uh, Persona 5, and I'm watching her play Persona 5. So like, she's, playing ro- she's playing Royal, right? Yeah, she's playing Royal. So, so it's so good. It's we, so we, good. We've just been on the Persona train, like, for the last whole week. And I'm just gonna keep playing Persona all the way up until like fuck this this releases. Yeah, and I mean I I, I haven't stopped playing um, Persona Five Tactica. I mean, granted they're not the same kind of I yeah, mean, they're yeah, not yeah, the same game, but same IP. Like, just 
but same IP and just the fact, just being, is that when you dive into Persona, you go headlong into, especially when you start getting invested in relationships with other people. It's like you can't stop, and you're constantly like, you're looking like you're looking for a reason to jump in. You're looking for a reason to to talk to these people to like to get stronger to get better to it's it's so engaging it's so engaging um i'm freaking pumped but this trailer itself looks so good like oh man it's just it's persona it's the persona 5 treatment for persona 3 dude i think but, i think uh i think this game uh gameplay wise i think it added like a like an ultimate move for every character I think oh, like nice. I think like every character now has like an ultimate move they do, because from what I can see of the character trailers, it looks like they do this little like movie cutscene for the character, and then it does like an ultimate attack. It seems like, okay, but it it does look better than Persona Five, don't you think? There are some moments where I would say that some There's moments some do moments. look better than P P Five, mm-hmm. which makes me mm-hmm. which, well, not really because. This would definitely be possible in the same Persona 5 engine, but this yeah. leads me to believe that maybe they're trying to up up their engine or like work on a new engine for maybe a new Persona game. Or maybe they learned some things from making Persona 5 and the other like and like they they they've learned a lot of things from Persona 5, the feedback, listening to other people like in the industry and being like, "Okay, it's like let's change like it's like Maybe the core, the core gameplay, all the different little aspects of, like that's why they made so many iterations for Persona Five. Like they made, like, like just from Persona Five, like from Persona Five to Persona Five Royal, it's not. It may not be an entirely different. Uh, it, it it's not a different, completely different experience, but it's a more enhanced experience. It's it's definitely the best of Persona Five that it per, like the best of Persona Five had to offer, and that's why I think that this game it definitely took all of those best aspects and then just leveled up that that like that uh my gosh I can't even think like that production mm-hmm. that production value. They leveled it up so much. That's why I'm like, there are a couple moments there where I really, and also I I I, I really enjoyed the, uh, I've always enjoyed the color scheme that they have for Persona Three, like that dark, like those dark blues and the reds, or the the dark blues and like the dark and the blacks and like it makes everything pop. Yeah, out every so every much. Persona has its own unique style and color scheme with it. This one's is yeah. like blue. Persona 5's is red. Persona 4's is uh, yellow. Yellow. Like yellow and green. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know Persona 3 uh, is uh, a very dear heart, like a ve- very dear game to a lot of people. Um, I know Persona 3 got a lot of people into the game, including me. Even though I barely played Persona 3, the original. Um, I played Persona 3 FES, which was this like Japanese uh, localized version with well, this English localized version from a Japanese version yep. that came out for PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only got like five or six hours into it before I picked up Persona 4 and fell in love with Persona 4 and then more than 100% of that game. But uh, 
But Persona 3, I've always wanted to go back to and play just because the aesthetic alone is what got me into Persona. Like, I was just looking for an RPG to play at one point, and then I remember finding... I remember finding Persona 3, and I remember just seeing the fact that the main character pulls a gun to his head, shoots his head, and then, like, a Persona comes out. I remember seeing that for the first time, and I'm like, oh, this game's dope. Like, this is such a cool, like, such a cool concept, you know? Yeah, and then, it's, it definitely is for, like, a more mature audience. Like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely, like, has darker tones. Though I will say that I think Persona 4 has more of the darker elements. Like, I think... Uh, Persona 4 is a little bit more of a darker game than Persona 3. Some people may argue that. that I, th- I think honestly, 3 I may think... be the darker one, to be honest. Even oh, though I don't, I don't I, even though I don't fully know the story, I mean, I know 4 is like a whole murder mystery. Yeah. Um, I don't fully remember the story in 3, but just based off like the feel, 3 feels darker to me. But, but 4 story-wise is pretty dark. Yeah, the the story of Persona Four is really dark. That's I, re- I, I really I don't know the story of Persona Three. I think they all live in a school. I think I think they, they all live in a school together. Yeah, yeah, like they do. It's like they a all live school. in a school. Yeah, it's like a boarding school. So Persona, like Persona Four, is more like you go like you you're you're in a small to... town. You're a transfer student yeah. in a small town. That's how mm-hmm. Persona Five feels as well. You're like a transfer student as well. Yeah. But Persona 5 was really the thing that got me hooked on Persona. I think... No, actually, yeah, I, re- I remember. Persona, Persona Q, Q was yeah, what got me into Persona Persona 5. I was like, oh, this is a Persona game. Let me try it out. And then I played it. I was like, oh, my God. This game is one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. But then, like, I learned about all these characters from Persona Q, not knowing... Or from Persona 3 and Persona 4, not knowing that this is where they came from. Mm-hmm. I was like who are these characters but then you know you end up loving them and then you find out later because you never got to play those i never got to play those games because they were on like playstation 3 and like you you i never had an opportunity to to really to play them mm-hmm. so you know now getting getting an opportunity to play them again but having like this new life bred into the like bled into them from like persona 5 from like everything that they learned from persona 5 like it, it, it's it's so refreshing to watch and it's so cool to see the the fighting in this game and all the different like like the way that it just it's so stylized it looks so good and the and the uh the the big moves like those really big all-out attacks look so good also just rando super random you know this game's coming out day one on game pass oh really yeah dude this game is day one release on xbox game pass xbox that's pretty sweet man that's wow nice. bro wow what kind of money did they have to shovel out to atlas to get this game day one on game pass if you don't have game pass if you own an xbox you don't have game pass what in the world are you doing that is like one of the best services that you can get especially for somebody if you're not like hardcore into like owning games physically just get that thing bro it is worth it a thousand percent a thousand percent oh my god but yeah dude uh oh here's a question because I, I i was curious to know do you think that persona 4 golden 
will have the same treatment as Persona 3 Reload before a new Persona game. Before, before that's really, that's new really interesting because I was thinking that myself. A lot of people in the comments were saying that... Um, I saw a couple comments saying how like people are saying like, oh, now Persona 4 is going to get that treatment and stuff. But I feel like... I honestly feel like Persona 3 needed this treatment, whereas Persona 4... Not to say that it still holds up because Persona 4 Golden still looks dated, but yeah. I feel like Persona 4 Golden still may just hold up and I don't think it ne may need a remake. I feel like Persona 3 needed a remake because Persona 3 got another remake for the uh, PSP um, mm -hmm. called P3P. And then yeah. like Persona 4 had gotten Persona 4 Golden, which was like its definitive edition. Mm -hmm. Well, P3P almost felt like a downgrade in some ways because P3P had gotten rid of like it didn't have the extra content from FES, I think. And then also yeah. it had it had like uh, changed the way the dungeons worked and how you roamed around the dungeons and went into battles. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like Persona 3 may have been a little bit more dated. I mean, dude, it came out in 2006. Jesus. Yeah, dude, that game is old. That and game is actually old. I feel like this one definitely need, needed this reload treatment. I honestly don't think Persona 4 needs that treatment. I mean, would I like to see it? Yeah, I would, but I I don't think it necessarily needs that treatment as of yet. I mean... Do you think it would get that treatment before you see we see another Persona... Before we see Persona 6? I think or we see a Persona 6 before we see a Persona 4 remake. Ooh, in the comments, because I'm curious to know, because I actually opposite that. I actually think that we're going to get a Persona 4 reload before, or Persona 4, I don't know what they're going to call it. Let's just call it Persona 4 reload for the sake of. We get that before we end up getting Persona 6. Sure. Because I don't, like, there's no... Shit. It's like, if there was information on it, somebody would have already data mined that crap already. It's like, I... Nothing, nothing. I have no idea. None, none whatsoever. Original no P five came out twenty sixteen. Jesus. Okay, Persona five came out twenty sixteen. Five Royal came out um twenty nineteen. October thirty one, twenty nineteen. We're now four years away from that, but the difference between P five and P four. Just to just to see like how long it takes them to really uh, make time. these games. Well, yeah, dude, like time frame. P four to P five is fucking a long ass time. P Persona four was two thousand eight, and then Persona five was twenty sixteen. So between say, between like, so four years. between eight four years. and five was eight years. I mean, they did come out with Golden in between that. So Golden was like, um, oh shit, Golden still came out two thousand eight. Jeez. Damn, we're getting old. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I, feel, I feel like I remember when Persona 4 Golden came out. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> So Persona 5 Royal 2019. So, I mean, dude, if it really took another fucking eight years before we got another one, 2016, it'd be 20, 2024, next 24. year. It'd be next year. If we went by, if we went by Royal, it'd be like... It 
2026 2027 because but, you have to think you have to think timeline we're getting next year we're getting persona 3 reload it's like i say give them i was like i say in the same year we get a release trailer for atlas's next game i don't know what it's going to be though i have no i'm idea. looking at atlas's upcoming projects hold on but they have to have other people working on it's like because persona 5 done they probably have other people oh, they, 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 they did make that soul hackers game which is i mean pretty much a fucking persona game yeah well persona or sorry uh soul hackers 2 was considered a flop it was considered a flop though i do have it really uh, it yeah but it's been on the back burner since God, man. Yo, Unicorn power. Unicorn Overlord. That comes Overlord. out uh that comes out March. Oh my, bro, oh my god. Oh my god. There's not bro, there's not enough time <laughs> in a year. There's not enough time in a year to play all these RPGs. There's no, there really isn't. There really is. There's not enough time in my lifetime. I'm gonna have to retire. And play all these games by the time I ret when I'm retired. By then we have a Persona 10 out. out. Yeah, by then, for sure. 100%. <laughs> guaranteed. All right. Well, I think we've dragged on yeah. long enough. Uh, guys, let, let us know in the comments because I'm actually curious to know. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, if do you, you think, think we're going to get a Persona 4 remake or do you think we're going to get a Persona 6 first? Be, like, which one, which one comes out first? Mm -hmm. But... But that's it. Uh, this is actually a, a bonus episode because we don't normally do uh, two episodes in a week. But uh, we want to do a little something for y'all. Um, thank you guys again for listening. This has been Now for Normies. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. Uh, do us a favor. Like, like the video. Comment. Subscribe. Do all the stuff that YouTube wants us to do. If you're listening on Spotify... Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are also on Apple Apple Podcasts. We just got onto Apple Podcasts, so if you have an iPhone or whatever, uh, if you have an iOS device, listen to us over there. Thank you guys so much for listening once again. Thank Honestly, you guys. It's, yeah, you guys make this uh, so much more fun to to engage with you guys. It makes it a lot of fun for us. And uh, yeah, guys, you know we'll be seeing you guys uh, soon. Bye. Later, guys. See you. You're far